You're listening to The Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is by Pastor Dean Bernke. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The basis for our sermon this morning is a gospel reading that was read for this Sunday, the baptism of our Lord from Matthew chapter 3. I want you to think about two letters that I know will make you immediately think of some very important things in your life. The letters are ID. ID, of course, is short for identification. And it's a huge part of our life. As we grow up, we learn our name, and then we learn how to write it. We learn our phone number and our street address. As we move along in life, we learn our social security numbers. We carry ID cards with us, such as our driver's license. Or if you're traveling, you may be carrying your passport. You may also be carrying with you your insurance cards. And even such things as cars have IDs. We call them the VIN number, the vehicle identification number. And not only that, they also have license numbers. Electronic devices have IDs and passwords. If I want to use my debit card, I need to enter my PIN number. Some cities have bicycle registrations. I read that over one million drone operators have registered with the U.S. government. And so why is identification so important? Why do we put so much emphasis on it? The reason is we live in a world that is by nature, by default, full of deception, deceit. It's full of criminal activity, lack of responsibility, and every other sort of bad behavior. So we need these IDs so that if someone does something wrong, he or she can be caught before slipping into the shadows of anonymity. For we know that sin, sin loves to be anonymous. Sin loves to think it can hide. Jesus said in John, everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light lest his works be exposed. The thing is, Satan hates IDs. God loves IDs. And your baptism is the most important ID that you have. Your baptism is your divine ID. And it's one of the most important defenses that God gives you against evil. In our Bible reading this morning, we heard about the baptism of Jesus, as Matthew records it for us. And in a Wikipedia article on his baptism, you'll read that almost all Bible scholars agree about two things concerning Jesus. Now, they'll vehemently disagree about his teachings and about his miracles. But by and large, they agree that historically Jesus was baptized and that Jesus was crucified. 
So why does everyone or most accept the idea that Jesus was baptized in the New Testament sense? And the reason is that even the most skeptical person realized that it would make no sense whatsoever to, for the later church to make up this story about Jesus being baptized. And I suppose on a human level, we could say it doesn't make sense. So why would Jesus, whom the New Testament has, says has no sin, be baptized by John in a baptism of repentance? Now, the article doesn't answer the question, but the New Testament certainly does. And the New Testament tells us that Jesus was baptized not because he was sinful, but to take on our sins. Paul explained it this way. He said, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. You see, in baptism, Jesus was identified as the Son of God, who was also identifying with all sinners by becoming a sinner with them. Peter explained it this way. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree <clears throat> in order that we might die to sin and <clears throat> pardon me, live for righteousness. You see, this is why we should never look at Jesus as just this great human being who had some positive influence on the world. Now, granted, he was a great teacher. And he taught us many important things about life. And he was a great miracle worker who showed us how God is not happy with the effects of sin in this world. And so with divine compassion, he healed the sick and the blind and the lame, and he raised the dead. He showed us God's ultimate will for our lives. But all these teachings... And all the miracles that Jesus performed were not the end, were not the goal, were not the purpose, the ultimate purpose of his ministry. All that leads to one place, the cross. And Jesus just didn't talk about sin and holiness, about evil and love. He took on sin. He took on the evil of this world to destroy it to transform us from sinners to saints, from people of hate to people of love. And it was in his baptism that God assured him, you are my beloved son. And this is the divine ID that would bring Jesus to the worst hell that anyone could imagine in this world. In our baptism, <clears throat> it's a divine ID. It's the most important ID that we can possess. Jesus said to his disciples, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always to the end of the age. We are baptized. We, like the people who are baptized by John, acknowledging our sins, we are identifying them with them. We're giving up our attempt at sinful anonymity. 
but we're also identifying with God's grace and God's forgiveness in Jesus Christ. And because of this, Jesus says, you are my beloved son, or you are my beloved daughter. Or as the apostle says, in Christ Jesus, you're all sons of God through faith, for as many of you were baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. Now we have that identity, if you will, through baptism that will get us through our own personal hell on earth, whatever it is. Let me try to picture this for you with a comparison. A man by the name of Ernest Gordon entered into World War II. He's a proud Scotsman and unbeliever. The circumstance of war brought him to the death camps of the valley of the River Kwai. The camp was a horrible place of sin and death. The guards mistreated the prisoners. The prisoners mistreated each other. But one Christian prisoner created a little paradise within that hill. He convinced the guards to let him build a little chapel in the jungle. There were no fences to this camp except for the jungle itself. And little by little, the prisoners began to learn about Jesus at this little chapel. And though incarcerated and slated for death, in baptism they identified with their sin and their Savior and set free from the hatred to which Satan was trying to draw them. That spiritual freedom began to abound in the camp, much to the surprise of the captors. In fact, they started their own university. They started even an orchestra. While many of them died, they did not die in sin and despair. For even in an awful, ugly environment, they knew the beauty and love of God in Christ. And this is possible for us in our lives. The reality is we swim in a world of spiritual sewage. And sometimes when we ask What's the use? Why even try? Why don't we just join in the orgy of the pleasure seekers? Why even consider the laws of God? After all, we are God. The universe is God. And we also notice, don't we? It's not working too well, is it? The world without God is like a beast that cannot be tamed. And yet in this jungle of the world, so to speak, you have a little paradise. You have a little chapel of worship, the chapel of God's word, the chapel of prayer. You have an ID that says your stay here is not forever. You have an ID that says Satan does not have ultimate control over your life. And no matter how much you've messed up, no matter how deep you've sunk into the muck of this world, Jesus came to be right beside you. Jesus came to give you a divine identity that is not of this world. He came to give his life 
in innocence, that he might take you out of this life of sin and separation from God. Now, Martin Luther <clears throat> fought many spiritual battles in his life. In both his morning and evening prayers, which m many of you are familiar with, he said this, Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. In the large catechism, he wrote that when we are tempted, when we are harassed by the devil, we should say this, but I am baptized. And if I am baptized, I have the promise that I shall be saved. Baptism snatches us from the jaws of the devil and makes us God's own. Through baptism, we have a divine ID. An ID that Jesus gave us through his life, death, and resurrection. In Isaiah 43, the Lord says, and applies to baptism, he said, I have called you by name, you are mine. In all the trials and all the troubles, in all of your sins, and in the effects of sin, we can confidently say with the psalmist, I am yours. Save me. Amen. And now may the peace of God surpass all human understanding, guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was filled with joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word. If you have questions or would like more information about Hope Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.hopeaurora.org. Send an email to office at hopeaurora.org or call us at 303-364-7416. This has been The Word of Hope.